to the Bales Farms Podcast. I'm excited to have you here for the episode number one. My name is Barry Bales, and I'm coming to you from Bales Farms in Mossheim, Tennessee. And we need some video, but we don't, unfortunately. Just take my word for it. Next to me is my extremely hot wife joining me as my partner on this podcast, Allison Bales. I hope you'll make her welcome. Wow, thanks. Thanks, I don't get extremely hot very often. Well, I figured, you know, this is our first foray into the podcast field, so I might as well get their attention right off the bat. Right, well, and it's just audio, so they'll never know. Well, theater of the mind. (laughs) So we are here in my studio, um, high atop the hill here on Bales Farms, and I'd like to welcome a lot of our longtime friends. We're starting something new we have a youtube channel and we have historically done a little thing on there a video type program called front porch conviviality where we get together and visit with you from time to time and talk about all manner of things important not important funny etc etc and we're afraid some of you folks may be getting pulled over going down the road trying to watch the YouTube channel, so we thought we'd make it easier on you and maybe do it audio only. We yeah. know all the kids are listening to podcasts these days, so uh, I had a podcast once upon a time back you before they had, were cool. You had a great podcast. You and three other people thought so. But anyway, we are back at it, and we're glad to be here. Um As I said, welcome to all of our YouTube friends, and for any of you that are new, new friends just joining us, we'll uh, key you in on who we are, what we do, why we're here, give you the Cliff Notes version, and uh, more things will come out as we dive deeper in future episodes. I am a professional musician by trade, originally, I have spent the last 30 Boy, what, almost 33 years as a bass player, a member of Allison Krauss and Union Station. Let's tell everybody you started really young. I did. I started in that band when I was 20. So that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so started there. Of course, there's a lot of history before that, but that's been my main profession for a number of years. Fast forward to... Oh, about 2010 or so, I was living back here on my family's farm, which we are at now, and uh, had met and married Allison. We had a son, and I wanted him to have a little little taste of what I had growing up on the farm and around animals, and, and we became a lot more intentional about the food we were raising, the food we were eating, and uh, started raising a few animals here and there, a few chickens. And uh, got a few pigs after that, a few cows, and it just kind of snowballed into more or less another full-time career. We're raising, we're raising pastured pork, we're raising pastured chicken, we're raising free-range pastured eggs, and we're raising grass-fed and grass-finished beef. And it's turned into quite a little. Uh, Quite a little thing, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Been at it for a while. Uh, right. Have a lot of great customers. We're selling direct-to-consumer online on our website. You will hear that quite often. I'll go ahead and give you that now. 
anybody that's interested in playing along at home. Bales Farms, B-A-L-E-S-F-A-R-M-S-T-N, like the abbreviation for the state of Tennessee, dot com. And on the website, you can find more about us. You'll see pictures of us on the farm. You'll see pictures of all the animals. You'll see a little bit of the scenery, how we do things around here. And you can browse the store. We have all kinds of products for sale. We have, as I said, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, ground beef, steaks, cube steak. Roasts. Roasts. Short ribs. Short ribs. All the goodness that comes from beef cattle. We have whole chickens that are raised outside on pasture in the grass, fresh air, and sunshine. We have pasture-raised pork, uh, some of the best pork chops you'll ever put in your mouth. I promise you that. All natural sausages. Soon to become world-famous breakfast sausage, sweet Italian sausage, hot Italian sausage, various cuts of things from time to time. You forgot chorizo. Oh, I can't forget chorizo. I had chorizo for breakfast this morning. You did. And we also have lots of fun stuff like Bales Farms merchandise. Mm-hmm. I am a hat snob, and I have spent a long time searching high and low for the perfect ball cap. And we have we have them available on the website. They can't see you, but you're wearing one right now. That's how perfect it is. Yeah, I love them. I'm, I'm, uh, I think they're great hats. I like our logo, and uh, check them out. See what you think. Uh, do we have any t-shirts left? We're getting low on t-shirts. We do have some. I think shirts there's a few t-shirts available. left. Uh, we have beautiful, handmade, custom charcuterie boards for sale also that uh, your woodworking father makes Mm -hmm. from reclaimed wood and those are super nice Mm -hmm. oh and the big one i about forgot i don't know how i could forget it the bales farms cookbook written by none other than allison bales how could you forget that well it took a long time to get here it took a long time to get here but it was worth it I'm going to brag on her for a while. We have we have a new cookbook out that was quite an undertaking. Allison has always historically written a lot of blog posts on our website with recipes and different cooking tips, and you can check those out very easily at the website address that I gave you. And that became a really popular thing, and it got more and more and more to where the our friends were saying, "Hey, y'all ought to do a cookbook." And of course, we said. No, we're not going to do a cookbook. And more people said, y'all ought to do a cookbook. And then we said, well, I don't know, maybe. So fast forward to a long time after that, we decided to do a cookbook. And I I didn't have much to do with it. It was 99% Allison, so I can say this. I, I think it's pretty incredible. Uh, a nice hardcover Full color, I'm trying to think from memory, what, pushing like 80-some recipes? Mm -hmm. Everything from breakfast items to lunch, supper, soup, dessert, cocktails, uh, you name it. And a lot of things, most of these things are tried and true favorites here on the farm, either from the family or friends of ours when we entertain uh, the absolute 
top most requested recipes, and I need to find a uh, sound effect drum roll here for this. The forward, we figured, you know, all these cookbooks have little blurbs written by other famous chefs and whatnot and different people. So we scratched our heads trying to think what we were going to do, who we were going to reach out to. Well, long story short, the forward is written by Miss Dolly Parton. That's right. None other than East Tennessee's own favorite daughter. I'll say it again, Miss Dolly Parton. So it's worth the price of the cookbook just to read what she has to say. And to get her autograph. Right. It's in there. And she's a chef in her own right now. She's got all those Duncan Hines cake mixes she available. Does. That's right. Yeah. But we were very thankful for her to do that. Um, yes, she is the kindest, most generous person to take time out of her very busy schedule to do anything for us. Well, that's just the way she is. I, I I can't say that Dolly and I are the best of friends, but I have worked with her quite a bit in the past. And what you see is that's her. There's no put on. There's no, okay, I'm going out in public, so I'm going to do this or act this way. She is what she is. Kind, generous, sweet, lovable, uh, willing to help anybody, anytime, and make some really incredible chicken and dumplings. Mm-hmm. That is a secret recipe. Yeah, and I I have to say, before I had hers, I didn't really care for chicken and dumplings. Right. Well, it's Dolly. She can do anything. That's true. She sprinkles some magic fairy dust on there. <laughs> she does. Butterfly wings. Yeah. So you can also check that out on the website. Uh, there's quite a few sample pictures from the from the cookbook and uh, it gives you some idea of the kinds of recipes that are in there and that's been a real popular item it's great for everybody for every day but it's also especially great for a gift get on the website and look at that we will ship that right to your door or if you're in our area we have usually twice a month drop-offs in some of the major cities in east tennessee uh, some of them weekly so just get on the website and check the schedule and all the information is on there so as long as we're on the subject of the cookbook i'm going to act as the interviewer here and i want to pick your brain a little bit allison and please tell the good people your perspective of the cookbook and i, I told them that we did it initially out of uh the public wanted it so what was your goal and i think you did a really great job of getting across certain points and certain perspectives so if you would share with them what your hope is that they take away from this cookbook rather than just hey here's how you fix this here's how you fix that lay a little light on them enlighten them a little bit i feel really strongly that food is a connector to us and that one of the best ways you can love your people is through food. So I wanted to encourage people that they can love their people well, serve them great food without much effort and without much time. I mean, there are recipes in there that take 20 minutes. 
we're going to have supper tonight. We're going to have a pasta dish that will be ready when the noodles are done cooking. So it doesn't take an hour or two hours to feed people well and give them quality food that is much better for you than getting a bag through the car window. And I just want to encourage people that there is a gift in that, in reclaiming your kitchen and preparing food and loving people through food. Well, I think you've done a really great job. I, we Not everybody has been privileged to live this way, but I know a lot of folks out there can relate to this. Quite a few of us were blessed to have mothers or grandmothers who spent all day in the kitchen <laughs> cooking some of the most amazing, delicious meals that we've ever had. Right. And I think one thing that you've done really well in this cookbook is you've you've sort of bridged that gap between amazing, hearty, home-style meals that don't take all day in the kitchen. Thank you. Well, I think one thing that we both have thought a lot about in putting out this cookbook is how to educate people in preparing food that you can use in different ways like whole chicken you mentioned that we have whole chicken on the website and a lot of people say they don't know how to prepare a whole chicken I and a have, lot of people are scared of it right i have at least four times a week every week of the year i have a conversation with people about preparing whole chicken people just don't know how to do it and we have multiple recipes in the book and lots of instructions in the book and even on our YouTube channel on preparing whole chicken and I maintain and will stand on this fact till the day that I die that you can prepare a whole chicken in the exact same amount of time as it takes you to do a chicken breast. But if you do chicken breast, that's just one meal. But if you do a whole chicken, you can have chicken for multiple meals. Plus, you have all of the bones left over that you can make nutritious bone broth with. And then you have even more things that you can make. You can do all kinds of soups. Um, you can use a chicken in many, many ways. So if you fix that chicken, let's say on a Sunday afternoon after church, you're going to have that available to you to use many times throughout the week. Depending on the size of your family, you could potentially use that almost the entire week. Yes. Yeah. And you can use it in a casserole. You can use it in pasta. You can use it on nachos. That's one of our favorite things is if we're super busy during the week, we just throw a pan of nachos in the oven and it's ready in five minutes. And a roast is the same way. Yep. Yeah. Beef roast, that is. Yes. Roasts last a very long time. We've got multiple ways of preparing a roast. We have Mexican, Italian, French, regular old homestyle roasts. That sounds fairly international. Yes, it is. Do we need Ooh a la la. Do we need a passport? Maybe. Okay, so there is a good summation of the cookbook. Um, 
and even Doc liked it. Our our chocolate lab, he's he's barking his affirmation out here. Yes. <laughs> so Well, Marshall is coming up. What they don't know because they can't see us is that Marshall has just finished with his chickens for the day and he is driving the tractor back up and Doc is really hoping that he gets some playtime with his buddy Marshall. Yes, our our son now is 15 and he has been down taking care of the layers, gathering eggs, all that for the evening. And the dogs are excited to see him come back. So there you go. Um, so so what can people expect going forward on this podcast, Allison? Why, do, why would they come back and listen to the second episode? I have an answer. I have many answers, but I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, wow. I think that what they'll find by listening to our podcast is hopefully some encouragement, hopefully some joy, maybe a little laugh or two, and hopefully they'll learn something too. Yes, yes. We are all about taking questions. Yes. As people from our, uh, our our holdovers from the Front Porch Conviviality will tell you, if you have a question about music, if you have a question about physical therapy, if you have a question about farming, regenerative agriculture, rotational grazing, uh, bourbon, what else? For, for Those are for examples. If you have a right. question about any of those, feel free to send those in and we will happily include those as a part of the show our email address is bales farms t-n-b-a-l-e-s-f-a-r-m-s-t-n at gmail.com and uh send those in and we'll be happy to have Help. a have a dialogue going that's yeah. what that's what this is all about we want to we want to engage with you all we're, we don't want to just sit here and bloviate very good word, Barry. How about that? Yes, I had a request f- through the Front Porch Conviviality. One of our viewers was experiencing some plantar fasciitis. Mm. And remember, Don't I Don't ask had, me to spell that. I had you tape me. But I know how to treat it. That's exactly right. Because you videotaped me showing stretches and how to ice it down, and we took care of it. Right, and and we for uh, free, and we have a very nominal copay, <laughs> and we won't charge your insurance even. Right, right, cash only. <laughs> so, also one of the things that I really want to bring uh, to bear on this podcast is throughout all of my travels and my. 30 plus years of playing music and also my going on I can't do the math that quick 12 plus years of serious farming Mm -hmm. I've gotten to know a lot of interesting people and as such I want to have a lot of interesting guests on future episodes and so I think for that alone that alone will be worth tuning in to future episodes I'm not, I'm not at liberty to name who any of those people are yet, but I guarantee that it's people that you know and will be very interested in, even if you don't know them. Yes. And there goes the garage door going up because Marshall's about to wash eggs. That's where the education and learning comes in, is 
through all of your amazing interviews that you are going to do with your brilliant friends. Wow. I need to, uh, that's a pretty heady uh, precursor there to what we're going to do. I need to tell them so they'll bring their A game. But yeah, so um, we are going to wrap it up. We just wanted to get this out there and say hey to all of our old friends in regard to this new endeavor and also hello to our new friends that are joining us for the first time. We hope you will come along for the ride with us and play along. As I said, please send in any questions, comments, etc., and uh, visit the website. Check us out. You don't have to buy anything. We, we, of course, like it much better when you do. But you can learn a lot about us, the farm, our history. I don't think I mentioned this, this farm. Uh, one thing I didn't go into, our son Marshall is sixth generation here. This farm's been in my family since 1882. So there's a lot of history. There's a lot of old black and white pictures on the website from days gone by. And uh, just... Spend a few minutes digging around, see what you see what yeah. you learn, see what you come up with. We've both written lots of articles on the blog. Allison has numerous, numerous blog posts on there and lots of lots of good recipes on there that, that aren't included in the cookbook. That's right. And you have multiple recipes too for things like Well, I'm the big green craft cocktails. I'm the big green egg guy and the cocktail guy. So there's uh, there's quite a few grilling, smoking, mixing recipes on there from me. That's right. Lots of stuff to keep you busy. You're a big hunter, so during especially duck season, yes, you have some really great cocktails going. Yeah, and uh, I need to I need to to maybe that's something I'll start with this podcast is uh we're we're in in turkey season now i have been in the studio in nashville for the last two or three weeks and have yet to get to go out so um hopefully that's going to change real soon and hopefully i will have a wild turkey recipe to put up online which of course would work either in the grilling smoking side or in the cocktail side that is very true yes yes you have already you have great recipes using turkey that you need to share with the people well turkey is your favorite turkey is my favorite meat yeah okay well let's wrap it up um again thanks for joining us and we hope you will stay with us in future episodes and we're going to be putting those out there as we get them together and get a lot of these great awesome intelligent famous guests lined up and uh stay tuned on the website on our social media we're on facebook we're on instagram and i think i think we're about to dive into tiktok right oh maybe i don't i don't know i may be too old for that it's it's pretty jarring. Anyway. It's very confusing. It's it's all so confusing. We we could, you know, if somebody was willing to work for almost nothing, we could almost have a full-time social media <laughs> person here. So anyway, we're going to wrap it up, and we're going to say so long for now. Um, but before we leave, we want to include this 
something that will help you immediately in every podcast. I'm going to put Allison on the spot. Allison, give us and our listeners three books you're reading lately that you really like. And the Bible doesn't count because that's a given. Oh, my. Okay. Well, so far this year, I'm an avid reader. So far this year, I have read, I think, 35 books. I keep a log of everything that I've written. And my favorite book this year, favorite book this year, is a man called Uva. It's spelled O-V-E. And so I always thought it was a man called Ove until I literally could not put the book down. So then I had to get it on Audible so I could listen to it too. And it's Uva. And it is the sweetest. He must not be from around here. He's not from around here. And it's just a beloved story. I am a sucker for old male characters like in Lonesome Dove. Well, who do, who doesn't yes. love Lonesome Dove? Well, not everybody has read it, and right. reading it is. And you haven't even. I ever I read haven't it. read it myself. I am generally more a movie versus book person, particularly in that case. I I I get the. I, I understand why you ought to read it, but at the same time, I think, okay. By Watching it, I have Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall mm-hmm. in my brain. Right. Which I know you can think of them while you're reading the book, but it's almost too good to try to right. mess with. It It is a great classic. I, I say that Lonesome Dove is one of the top three books in American literature, in my opinion. I think Larry McMurtry was unbelievably talented to say that I liked the words that he wrote is like saying that rain is wet. It's just, he just had such a gift of telling a story. Um, another book that I have read somewhat recently is Barry's favorite. He loves it when I talk about the destiny of the Republic. Oh, boy. And that's a great book. That's by Candace Millard. And um, a third book that I have recently read that I really enjoyed was probably, um, I read Frank McCourt's books. Um, He's got one that's called Angela's Ashes and one that's called Tiz, and those are um, memoirs of his life, and he grew up... um, in Ireland, very, very, very poor, just abject poverty, and came to America. Um, He was born in America, went back to Ireland, and then came back to America and lived his life here, and was an unbelievable person, and uh, lived a long, healthy life. I would recommend those three books. Okay. Four books, really. Well, hey, four for the price of three. Five books, really, if you think about lonesome dove we did talk about lonesome dove that's true see and so also the sun that's another great book well, with an old male character that well, i love let's don't give them too much okay we say that for another episode i mean it's already a bargain because they got more than they paid that's for. right well if you haven't read a man called uva i would recommend it 
Well, we're going to leave you with that. Those are some books you can go out and check out on. And I'm sure you will love at least one of them, if not all of them. So we're going to wrap it up for now. Thanks a bushel. Y'all come, and we will see you next time.